There he is. <laughs> what's up, man? What's, going <laughs> what's, go what's going on, brother? Hey, we did it. Yes, sir. We We're it. here. We're here. It's a it's a beautiful Thursday. It is. <laughs> Indeed. Listen, uh, Joshua Leonard, you're in the building. First and foremost, thank you for jumping on the platform. Thank you for joining me on The Low Theory. Thank you for having me. A absolutely. My pleasure. Seriously. Um, we, we had this, you know, we, we, we've been talking for a while now trying to get this pop in. Um, I feel like we connected off the strength of, uh, Jay Weave. Yeah. But, you know, since I've been following you, I've been a huge fan of your work. So it's only right that I had to have you on the platform, bro. Thank you, man. I appreciate the opportunity. Absolutely. Now, um, for those who are not familiar with you. Why don't you go ahead and just give him a short introduction, and then we can kick it off, bro. <laughs> oh, man. My name is Joshua Leonard. Uh, I'm a military brat. I'm a character designer for Illumination currently, uh, working on a, a film. I'm, I'm born in Miami. I live in D.C., Alaska, uh, you know, DMV area, and then Biloxi, Mississippi. So I'm in Atlanta from Hurricane Katrina. Okay. Graduated the Art Institute in 2018. Um, but I'm mainly known for my cartoon Team Supreme, which is what y'all see behind me, um, which is about a group of kids who have a disability, but the disability doubles as their superpower. So um Yes. Yeah, that's where we at right now. We're gonna we're gonna touch on that. We're definitely gonna touch on that. Um all right, let's kick it off, man. So for those, like I said, who are not familiar with you, maybe there's a bunch of people who are tuning in right now who are. But um, I want to know these things. When, when did you start drawing? When, when, when did that happen? When did the spark happen, you know, with the pen and the pad? Yeah, kindergarten for sure, man. You know, my, uh, my older brother taught me how to draw. His name is Jason. And uh, he taught me how to draw Garfield when I was yes. young, man. And... Um, Ever since then, I just never with the tr with the tr with the triangles. Yeah, you yeah, gotta yeah. get the triangles right yeah. when you draw on Garfield. <laughs> the triangles in the ears. And yes, all that. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. So my my older brother taught me how to draw. He passed last year from pneumonia. So that was God a bless. Good gift for me, man. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Okay. So so early on, um, as you got a little bit older, obviously kindergarten, fresh, very young start. But as you got older, um, let me ask the question: Was was hip hop an influence? You know, when you're when you're growing up, you start seeing, and hip hop is the culture. Are you seeing graffiti? Are you seeing b boys? Are you seeing rapper? What do you is hip hop an influence? Yeah, so it's different from my family. I grew up in a uh, like a real religious household, so we had mm -hmm. to sneak and listen, but. Yes. Uh, yeah, for sure, man. I love I love hip hop. I love rap music. I love R and B. I love music in general, man. I love mm -hmm. good music in general. So yeah, that definitely had a uh, a big uh, upbringing for me, and you know, and I did music myself. So that was that was it was all good, man. It was part of the family. Okay. Okay. So and me and my you... brothers, we played instruments. Everybody played an instrument or sang or oh we all really? Did something, man. Yeah. Um, um, so you're saying, uh, besides the instruments, you said you, you, you dabbled in music a little bit. 
dabbled in music. I used to sing, man. I was out I did R and B, sang on uh rappers hooks. Uh shout out to my boy Q Z. He was the rapper. We toured uh Ben and Vibe magazine in two thousand seven. Like I was telling you, man, I got the uh word. You know. So two thousand seven issue. I remember when this thing came out, man. I just remember buying every single copy off the shelf, man. So MJB's on the cover. So that's where the name J5 come from. For people who don't know, that's that's where that's a fake cigar. I don't smoke, don't drink, don't smoke, but beautiful. Uh, so you're featured in you said 2007? 2007 issue. Especially all oh, my food just came too. Listen, yeah. go get that. You don't want that to sit outside. You want to go get that? Yeah. Cuz if your food if your food Yeah, if your food sits outside, that's a problem. Go get your food. <laughs> 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 you guys know what I'm talking about, man. Listen, put a number one up in the air if you're rocking with this interview so far. We're talking to Joshua Leonard. You know what I'm yes, saying? Sir. This is episode 37 of the so, Low hey, Theory. Food, food and a package just came from, from Leonard Studio. So that's my... I ordered a hat for somebody, man. You don't know he's coming. A little young brother that I got for his birthday. So he's going to be excited. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, so, you're so, so we were talking about... Um, you, you used to sing, you did some hooks for some rappers, you were featured in the 2007 Vibe magazine with MJB, yeah. you know, the queen. Uh, uh, what, what was that? I mean, listen, you dabbled in music, but and you were drawing, like, what made you kind of take that road to kind of pursue art a little bit more than music? Yeah, so one thing about me, I do not believe in wasting talent. I don't, I, that's a big pet peeve of mine, and I don't like when people do it either. Um, so whatever I was good at, I was going to at least try it, mm -hmm. you know? Uh, so I played a bunch of sports, hockey, anything, anything that I could be physical. I did the music thing. I played saxophone, played piano. Um, not good at the saxophone. You know, I played piano <laughs> okay. by ear, but I used to produce all of that stuff, man. So um, That's dope. I just felt like whatever I was good at, I wanted to try it. I don't, I don't like to waste talent. Yeah. Let me ask you the question. Um, you know, early on, art and music has an influence in your life. Um, tell me right now, if you could think off the top of your head, uh, which, which album was your personal, has your personal favorite cover art? For example, for me, like, Growing up, when I saw Snoop Dogg's Doggy Style album, whoa, yeah. that cover is kind of crazy. Like, I still remember it. And, and, and another one I'm going to mention, and then you can tell me yours. This is not necessarily art, but it's a cover album that I remember. For me, it's considered art. Nas is Illmatic. Yeah. Like, the photo of him as a child. Yeah. Even though it's a picture, I consider that art. Like, t tell me some of your favorite album art Yeah, so I, got, I got two off the top. Um. And me and you spoke earlier, you know, Busta Rhymes was my favorite rapper. So The Violator, mm. The Violator, uh, Ooh, with the artwork. Yeah. When I see yeah. it, I'm like, bro, this is something I would do, man. Like, this this hard right here. So uh, definitely The Violator, uh, both both Volume 1 and 2. But um, definitely. Michael Jackson Thriller, man. Like, stuff like Ooh. that. That was hard <laughs> to me, man. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Seeing all the Busters behind them and stuff. Super dope. And I love the creativity yeah that's a great simplicity of Nas's album cover it was simple you know right. it was simple but it, it it we got it yeah it was simple but it made uh it, it's even till this day you see people wearing t-shirts 
right. of that cover, you know. Yeah. So it made a big impact, man. Yeah. Um, so Biggie you, too. Biggie. Yeah, yeah, he with the baby, with, with yeah, the baby, baby, right? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Now, um, you said um, um, uh, that you went to the Art Institute of Atlanta, correct? Yep. Now. You, you're, you're drawing, but did you study animation there as well? I studied animation. So uh, before Hurricane Katrina, I was a graphic design. Uh, that was my major, graphic design. So still really good at that. I still love graphic design. But when I lived in Biloxi, Mississippi, is there's really no animation on in Mississippi mm -hmm. other than like working at a casino or something. So the uh, Hurricane Katrina was like a gift and a curse for me because it got me out of and I loved it. Biloxi is dope. Mississippi's cool, man. Um, but I needed more. I needed more, man. So I came out to Atlanta, seen Turner, you know, uh, mm -hmm. CNN, building all of that stuff, Cartoon Network. So I was like, man, I need to be in a, you know, I need this needs to happen for me. So um, got to the Art Institute, saw that they had animation, almost went to SCAD, but I wasn't about to pay that much money, man. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, graduated 2018 with a uh, bachelor's degree with uh, animation, media arts. Wow. Graduated with a 4.0 too, man. That's incredible, man. Seriously, 4.0 is not an easy thing to get. Now, what what do you think was the, um, like, how challenging was that to tra 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 transition from, you know, just drawing to actually animating? Was that a hard transition or was it something easy to do? Nah, and I'm going to tell you why. Uh, first of all, I had a late start to get into the animation part. So I was one of the older kids in the class and all of that. I mean, I'm, I'm 33 and mm -hmm. in there with 18-year-olds. So I already had the upper hand as an illustrator just because right. I've been drawing my whole life. Um, so drawing and then transitioning to animation is my background helped me. My illustration background mm -hmm. helped me. Like like you said, the triangles draw Garfield, man. So that helped. Right, me. right, <laughs> right. Trying to move forward, but yeah, it, it it was a good. Uh, it was all about that timing, man. Like back then, I wasn't ready. When I came out here, I was ready. Okay, okay. Um, a kind of a side note, um, because I was thinking that because I, I, you know, I draw a little bit, but animating must be something different. But uh, but uh, a side note is 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 essentially how important is is self branding in the art world? Really good question. It's crucial in the art world, in my opinion. Um, mm -hmm. Because even when I went to the Art Institute, um, shout out to President Mavet. He was the uh, president while I was there, and he kind of pulled me to the side. He's like, look, man, if you go here, this, is not, this doesn't mean you're going to get a job at Disney, all of that. You can mm. do it. You have to brand yourself. Mm. So it really resonated with me. And, um, after that, man, it was just, it was all business from there on out, man. Suits, whatever it was, you know, tank top, stuff, stuff where people would notice me and notice mm -hmm. my artwork. You know what I mean? I sat right in the front of every class, got A's. Like, if you saw me, you wouldn't think I was a straight A student and then and stuff like that. My, Miami hat on. Um, but I earned the respect of my teachers and probably my peers just because I went in there with, like, that business mind. We paying that much money for college. We need to go, you know, put it on, put it out there, put everything we have out there. So absolutely, um, that, was, that was my mentality, man. I went with that brand. I still had that that type of mentality even today. You see the, uh, you know, I'm in suits and everything. Like, like I tr I'm trying to uh, do something different 
as it pertains to what an animator looks like and what you you what you think an animator would look like or a character designer would look right. like in this industry, man. Um, but at the end of the day, I, I just love suits. You know, I, I like to be clean as well. Right, absolutely. It just so happens I'm 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 pretty cool. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> no, a hundred percent. There's nothing wrong with with switching it up for high fashion. You know, a suit is great. You know, a fitted cap is wonderful for sure. Right. Now, um, yeah, and I see you're even still, like you said, to this day, you're still brand. You got the cap that says Team Supreme, which is, you know, um, yeah. something that you're working on. We're going to dive in that in a second, but I wanted to ask you the question. So um, you've worked with some big corporations, Netflix, Nickelodeon, mm -hmm. uh, now Illumination, like you mentioned. With yeah. So for people who are not familiar, they're the, the, the company that, that um, kind of created Despicable Me, yeah. the Minions. Um, how how is it working with these big corps? Like, what what is what? You know, you graduated. Now you work. For, how, how what's that feeling? What is it like to work for these big companies? It's dope, man. And uh, shout out to all of them that gave me the opportunity, man. Nickelodeon, Sony, um, Baobab Studios. I worked with a lot. I just got done doing a project with Omar uh, Dorsey, who was just mm -hmm. in the Halloween movie. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's you know shout out to everybody that gave me the opportunity but it is you you're, you're excited but at the same time i'm very confident so you mm -hmm. work hard for these results so it's not a surprise it's mm -hmm. just a matter of okay when when is it going to be my time when's it going right. to be my turn um, so that's kind of the mentality i have and i'm very grateful you know even working with illumination i always let them know man i appreciate y'all you know i worked with netflix twice on on two projects they did a movie oh. Um, worked on a film, did some character design work on a film, and then they brought me back a couple months later for another show. So they didn't have to do that, but you try to man. take pride in your work, man, and, and put your best foot forward. That way they can come back and be like, yeah, I remember Josh was dope, man. And not only was he dope, he was easy to work with. He had a great attitude. His mentality was dope. Everybody loved working with him. So that's kind of where my mindset is. It's almost like you drew the parallel from school when you were sitting in the front of the class, making sure the teachers knew and saw who you were to yeah. like now working for these big corporations where you're making sure that the higher ups see who you are and see your talent. Uh, so I see how you kind of drew that parallel. Now, um, let's dive in. We, we, you know, we want to talk about Team Supreme. Um, it's, a, it's a cartoon that you, like you mentioned, that you created that... Um, I personally think the idea is amazing. Thank you. Um, absolutely, man. It's a it's based around a bunch of kids who have these, um, you know, these disabilities, yeah. but they also have superpowers. Right. Okay. Tell us, um, tell us a little bit about how you thought about this idea um, and how it came to be. Yeah, man. Real good question. Um, so I had the idea around 2009. Me being a military brat, you get to meet everybody, all types of people, black, yes. like different nationalities. Um, and it was dope for me, man. You know, like I said, you go from Miami to Alaska, from Alaska to DC. And, and living in Alaska, you see Eskimo, you meet Eskimo kids, like stuff. Like my, my childhood was crazy, man. Wow. But it was, it was dope. And then you get to meet people that, that have a disability. So, um, I worked, I was working at Home Depot, I think it's like 2005. And that's when the word autism was brought to my attention. I didn't know, I'm, you know, 
most people are ignorant towards these, you know, these term terminology and things like that. So um, I remember working with my boy Todd. Shout out to Todd. His son has autism, and he was telling, and he's breaking it down. He's like, yeah, what that means, you know, he's really, he's good at this. He may have behavioral problems, but he can watch a Disney movie, and when he rewatches, I mean, he can memorize everybody that worked on the movie, and then go back and watch the movie, and like. Wow. place everything with like this character this person did this this person and i'm here now i'm like man what and automatically right. like bro that's that's a superpower man like i'm i think i'm okay you know i have a little bit of intelligence but when you hear things like that man it's 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 really fascinating man and i uh i started to fall in love with it man so i'm learning more about these certain disabilities mm -hmm. um you know neuroplasticity which i didn't know what that meant until I started working with doctors and, and, and actually people who have, you know, uh, you know, amputees and things like that. And somebody who is deaf or blind, neuroplasticity is when the brain actually, like if my arm is gone, the brain will move all of this. It'll, it'll work around that to make something else more powerful. Wow. And it's, it's, and I'm like, yeah. this is easy. This I don't even have to write nothing. The superpower's <laughs> already there. Amazing. I, I mean, it's, it's, it was that simple for me, man. So as I started to just do this research, I'm like, bro, this is dope, man. This is dope. I wonder why nobody has ever done Stan Lee with Daredevil. There's a few of them. Um, but I wanted to create, like, a whole team and a whole universe of all of these uh, people that have, you know, these super super villains and superheroes with disabilities just dope characters um and that's kind of where it came from man i just i just want to touch on every single one of them right so so what's the um you got a couple different characters right now right and i'm assuming i think i did a little research but in the back is that zeke in the back yeah that's, zeke. He's that's the, my he's main the, character he has okay autism, so so here's i'm i'm uh, still still going off of uh why i created it so me being black, I didn't see too many black people making cartoons in the mm -hmm. industry. Uh, Floyd Norman, shout out to him. And there's a few, but you didn't see many on TV. And when you did, they they usually always looked the same. Mm -hmm. uh, skin complexion was usually wrong, like a greenish looking bright. Like you can tell, we weren't in the in mm -hmm. the we weren't in there. So mm -hmm. uh, that's kind of where Team Supreme came from. I wanted to see so much inclusion and diversity for myself. I'm like, bro, not only are they not showing us on camera, on, on, on animation, TV shows, and uh, movies like that, you rarely see anybody in a wheelchair or, you know, uh, just any it's type true. of ability. Um, so I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go all the way out and I don't even care. I wanna see it for me. So I, I started doing the research and that, that's where all these character designs come from and um 2009 man no you're right about that i mean growing up in a, and i'm sure a lot of people can can contest to this is that you know you watch these cartoons like you said there's not too much diversity in them um until lately actually i think until like literally a couple like maybe two years ago now you're starting to see right. uh in a latino yeah. uh movie uh you know you got the italian with luca yeah uh, uh you know crazy different yeah. things but it wasn't prominent right it's crazy you know. man um yeah i mean they're they're trying 
they're trying. They gave us soul, but you know, they don't get me started on that one. But it's right. they, they are trying. I'm unapologetically I'm gonna be Do honest. It, man. Push the boundaries, honest, man. man. Push yeah, the I'm boundaries. Gonna be honest, man. Like if you're gonna give us if you're gonna give us a black character, stop turning us into animals and Mm. And, and and spirits and just give us a black character, man. Give us a black family. Give give them a Latino family. Stop. Yeah. Just like it's, what that's, did... that's where the change has to come in at. Um, and even with what I'm doing, character designs for Netflix or Nickelodeon or whatever it is, I I'll try to sneak in a character who's disabled just to see, like, oh, okay, I, I we didn't even think of that. Just right just to see, because all they can say is yes or no. I'm doing tons of designs. So why not? You know, I so love like that. Design, I love that. Um, but that's that's my job as a creator and a character designer, man, to kind of try to push that narrative. Now they they give us what they want. You know, we have you know this character looks like this, this, this. So I I may sneak this one in there just to show them like this this could work as well. You know, and I, they, I love too. that. Yeah, man, just just to see what happens. So they give you that criteria, but you're over right. there sprinkling in a couple things yeah. that they might not have even thought of. Right. And they give me freedom. They give me freedom. I work with, uh, shout out to Frank Abney at Netflix. I work with him and uh, they had me designing all these characters. Nobody told me to put a gap in the character. <clears throat> I did that and they loved it. And I think the character actually will have a gap. You know, just things like that, man. Just right. go out go out of that right. box and, and try something. All they can say is yes or no, so. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I love that about you, man. Keep pushing the boundaries because um, children who are watching TV need to see that. Yeah. They don't need to see just one type of character. Right, right, right. And just imagine, man, mm -hmm. imagine, you know, we we look different. Right. Know, like, but just imagine seeing yourself as a child. Uh, I mean, just it's crucial to our childhood, mm -hmm. man. And mm -hmm. like, like, um, Sad to say, but I forgot this little young baby's name that passed, I think, about a week ago or two. She had autism, and she was picked on, you know, and, and she mm. hung, committed suicide. I forgot this baby. Oh, wow. But, um, but I was telling, you know, I think I was telling Jay Weed, man. I'm like, bro, this is why we need, this has to happen, man. Like, this is a crucial show that must happen. Because if they see themselves on TV and they know how dope they are and they see how dope they are, that was the whole point of the show, man. Like, Team Supreme is the – everybody is afraid of what they don't understand. So that's that's why you have racism and stuff like, you know, hate and all this stuff. Like, we need to – this this has to happen, man. We need to show this This is what this is. It's a teaching thing as well. The cartoon is going to be dope, no doubt. But right. it's, also, it's also a teaching um, right. thing as well. Absolutely. We know that the art's going to be amazing because you're a great artist. The storytelling needs to right. be there, but yeah. the, 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 the premise behind it, the overall theme is what's so important. Um, people are saying in the chats, absolutely, yeah. that you need to make it happen. Representation is important. I agree. Yeah. And real quick, man, um, not only with Team Supreme, like it's, this is going to be such a diverse show and inclusive. I think my, uh, my writer is in here, Giselle. Shout out to Giselle. Giselle is mm. actually deaf. So not mm. only will, you know, the cartoon be about people with dis disabilities, like we really gonna have people working on the show that actually had these disabilities. The writing wow. is gonna be full of it. You know what I mean? That's how you gonna make the best stories. That's how you gonna tell the best stories. So, and I feel like that's what the animation industry 
kind of kept out. And that's where I come in. Like, not disrespectful, but like unapologetically, this has to happen. You want to tell mm -hmm. stories about somebody who's an amputee, you have to have somebody who's an amputee in the writer's room. You know, right. Somebody in a wheelchair, you, you need to see what it's really like to go down some stairs or go up some stairs in a wheelchair, how difficult that is. So that's right. where Team Supreme will be different. Like, our writers are going to be crazy, man. Everybody working on the show is going to have either some belief system like I have with, with these, uh, you know, making, um, normalizing being different. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Lena and Jason and Hillman Grant and Rishi, everybody I work with, man. Um, it's, it's, it's a blessing, man. So we're going to make it happen. You got a strong team behind you. I really yeah. hope that, you know, it gets picked up by somebody. It will. It needs it to will. get picked up. You know what I mean? It's important. It's important. We need to have this. Um, let's switch gears a little bit, man, because we're almost at the end of this. You know, we keep it short, sweet, and concise. Yeah. Now, yeah. now, now tell, tell some, tell, um, what advice, um, would you give somebody who you know who loves to draw but right now doesn't understand how they can make money out of this right they might be drawing but they don't know how to actually make a living or an income out of this what advice would you give them yeah i mean i, I would definitely make sure like that's if that's the passion mm -hmm. don't ever stop because the money regardless if it comes or not it's, it's that's your passion the money's going to come if that's your passion. It'll, you'll find a way. But um, I would recommend them find a mentor. Uh, and I do mm -hmm. that as well. If you if you, you got kids that's trying to get into animation and character design and concept art, you know, definitely um, reach out to them. LinkedIn is huge. And people sleep on LinkedIn, man. Like, mm. heavy. heavy. And I it's a great platform. In my interviews, all I did was, um, you know, I went viral. I, I go viral on LinkedIn a little bit, you know, um, but I'll reach out to, I'll add recruiters. If I want to work at Nickelodeon, I'll follow Nickelodeon, the company. They're going to show me everybody that works there. They're right. going to show me all the recruiters. Hold on, time out, time out, time out. So yeah. you're, you're giving everybody the cheat code right now. Okay, we need to charge for this. <laughs> exactly. I was going to nah, say, man, we might it, need it's, to, it's, no, go ahead, yeah, continue. Nah, it's, it's, and it is a cheat code. It's, these are gems. But at the end of the day, you have to want it. You know, you yeah. got to want it for yourself. I can I can give all this information away, but they'll still doubt them. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if you really want it, you got to do it, man. But um, I, would, I would reach out to all the – I would add all the recruiters. And yep. when they accept it, when I post my artwork, guess what they're going to see? They're going to see my artwork. And they're going to be like, oh, yeah, I remember him. He's yep. decent. And yeah. then they'll – that's that's all I, that's all I did. It helped right. that I have, you know, Jason and Lena on board as well. But I didn't have them back in the, at the beginning. Right. I had a bunch of supporters. So, um, and confidence. So I, I would definitely, you know, recommend getting a mentor. Just having tenacity, man, which is never giving up, man, regardless, by any means necessary, man. So. Yeah. Confident, confidence is key. That's great advice. Yeah. Good little cheat code for people who don't who are not familiar, who are not on LinkedIn, because LinkedIn is one of those those sleeper social it is. uh platforms. <laughs> yeah, it's very helpful. helpful. Very helpful. So and then also staying humble, man. Staying humble, always trying to learn, grow. You know, that's one thing about me. I'm I'm always I'm I feel like I'm okay. You know, I've seen so many dope artists, like I'm just trying to get to that level, man. But I'll always never stop learning. Mm. 
Never stop learning and information is key. Yep. Information is key. Receiving that info. Um, all right. So, you know, now is your time to kind of like self-plug, tell people where to follow you. Um, also tell people what you might have going on in the future. Like, can you reveal anything? What do you have going on? And uh, it, it's your time to shine. Um, I mean, I can be reached on Instagram. I think my is my Instagram on this thing. It's right they, there. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. They can find me on Instagram. You'll find all the other websites. Uh, future stuff, man. Just Team Supreme, man, and the stuff I'm doing for Illumination. Um, What's the at name for Team Supreme so they can follow it? It's at Team Supreme Cartoon. So, and that's that's on my main Joshua Leonard page as well. So you'll be able to find all of that websites to for merchandise, all of that. Um, I really don't have any plugs, man. Like, like I said, we just, we getting ready to start pitching. Yes. And so I'm, I'm excited about that, man. Really excited. Yes. I love that. Well, listen, everybody who's on here, everybody who's following Joshua Leonard right now, give them that good energy. So team Supreme can get picked up. You know what I mean? Because that's what it is. Because uh, not one person can do something by their own. They need a strong foundation. So let's go and right. support Joshua Lennon right now. Uh, bro, thank you for joining me on the Low Theory. Man, I know that we can chop it up for like another hour or two. We can do hey, that. I got time, man. We I know time. we could. I know we could. <laughs> but um, I appreciate you, man. Maybe we might have you jump on again for another episode. But for the meantime, man, thank you for, for uh, tonight. And, um, you know, I wish you much success, brother. Thank you, brother. I appreciate y'all for having me. Thank y'all for listening in. Absolutely, bro. Take care. All right, brother. You too. Peace. Peace.